Ladies and gentlemen, this episode of RPT is brought to you by the Legalized Freedom Tour. Stand-up comedy, raw, uncut, puro pinche freedom, uncensored, bringing the funny. Yo, we're headed to the Irvine Improv, July 6th. Get your tickets now, chingobling.com. Ontario Improv, I will see you July 7th. It is MAGA month, baby. I want you at the show. July 9th, El Centro, California. After that, we're doing a whole weekend in Denver, Colorado. I believe it's July 14th through the 16th. Uh, we have Oklahoma City later in July. I believe it's the 28th of July. Anyway, y'all can fact check me. Hit up the website, chingobling.com. We're coming in hot. Sass. Welcome to another episode of RFT, Red Piltamales. Right now, we're coming at you via Skype. Uh, Brother Rob, DJ producer, Big Rob. Do you want to let them know your situation, bro? Ah, uh, you know, just spent some time cow tipping in the pasture over the weekend, and somehow, I don't know if it was the heat exhaustion, but it manifested some bit of uh, el virus inside of me. So I woke up with a little bit of scratchy throat and, and snotty nose, and uh, Donna's like, hey, you should probably take one of these rapid tests just to make sure. And I was like, but I feel fine. She's like, yeah, do it anyway. So I did, and it was like, all right, positive. I was like, let me take another one. She's like, you're going to waste another one? It said you're positive. I was like, yeah, I don't feel like I'm positive. So I took another one and I wasted another $10 on that one because it was also positive. And this is your first time catching the Rona? This is the first time that I tested for it because originally in 2020, I never had, had anything, never went to the doctor. But when I did my blood work with Dr. Jeremy, I was like, hey, dude, can you go ahead and do an antibody test for me as well just to see if I have the antibodies? He's like, sure. Sure enough, it came back with like high level of antibodies. He's like, you must have had it and just never knew. I was like, okay, that makes sense. And now here we are. Wow. And it should also be mentioned that uh, Rob was hanging out with me yesterday. <laughs> um, uh, first of all, it was an exceptional 4th of July. Of course. Uh, we, we still celebrate America over here, Big Dime. Absolutely. Uh, we, we Ultra MAGA. We Big MAGA. We MAGA gang. Um, by the way, Ultra MAGA hats are available now at but um, we go all out. We're not like Latino Hollywood, where they just call it a long weekend. Like yeah. Eva Longoria, it, it pains Eva Longoria and Latino Hollywood to just say happy 4th of July. They're going to avoid it. They're on social media every other day. But on 4th of July, you're trying to click around, dig around, see what if they acknowledged anything. And sure enough, like two, three days ago, she's like, here's a cool margarita recipe for your long weekend. Dude, I wouldn't have seen that had you not sent it to me. And that's the frustrating part is in, in the in the, descri- or in the the caption, it's a little, uh, little recipe for you for the long weekend. I'm like, what are we talking about? Long weekend, bro. That's all it is. 1776, 4 July, year of our Lord, 1776. It's just a long weekend to them, bro. Didn't your girl do that for a recent holiday too, uh, La Quemala? She's, she's done that for a couple holidays. I think, was it Memorial yeah. Day or? Yeah, yeah. Rem- remember when... Uh, Biden, Brandon was like, stay cool out there, folks. Chocolate, chocolate chip. He's licking the ice cream. <laughs> what was that and for? It, I think it was 4th of July. I can't remember. But Eva Longoria, red flag, red flag, red flag. So as parents, it's up to us to keep the traditions that we like, keep them alive for our kids so that there could be some semblance of of like, hey, this is what my dad and my mom did growing up, and that's what my grandparents did. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. So in this culture war, when we send our kids to school or when they we let them get on the gadgets or they're watching TV or they're hanging with friends and so on, 
that's what we're up against. We're up against Jimmy Kimmel, the NBA, Hollywood, you know what I mean? China, you know, it's just culture war, Eva Longoria, like, everywhere you look, you got woke professors, you send them off to school, they get indoctrinated, like, I mean, they're, the, the commies are literally wanting to transform every faction of the country, bro. Yeah, it's it's really unfortunate because, you know, TikTok's back in the news again, and we're not going to just dive right into stories, but I do want to bring this up because it, it is one of the stories with some, some kids that unfortunately fell prey to the TikTok world. But in general, like, they're being sued again, like, or if not, maybe maybe not the government suing them, but let's just say that people are suing them, and there's more evidence coming out that this is a national security threat. There's data being leaked. There's, uh, there's people that are exposing, you know, the workings of the U.S. TikTok for the benefit of people overseas. Like, you know, whoever, I don't know who they may be, use your imagination. And you can tell this to everybody that you see until you're blue in the face, and they just don't give a fuck. Oh, that, that TikTok is dangerous. Yeah. And that, like, <clears throat> I mean... That's why I stay on my daughter and I tell her, like, don't let them brainwash you. Like, I can't supervise every moment. Yeah. You know, I'm at your mom's house half the time and you're at school and then you have friends and y'all go to the mall and, you know, whatever. You're you're a kid. And and I always tell her, like, hey, you're up against A.I., like these cell phones are, I mean, you, it's the technology is powerful. The amount of influence, the amount of access, uh like you just mentioned, I mean, a lot of the data, remember Trompitas wanted to shut down TikTok and everyone's like, this crazy orange motherfucker. This dictator. And, it's a, and now, and now I, I forget who, who like brought it again to the forefront saying like, yo, there have been some revelations in, ter- in terms of data breach and what all they're tracking and why and where does it go? You know, Beijing. And um, let's not forget that the, uh, the consulate of, China. China in Houston, Texas, in Houston, Texas has been shut down for two years because they were actively spying, using spies, and they were uh, actively trying to help Antifa and BLM organize and set it off and tear some shit. I up. totally forgot about this, but this was the same consulate that was on fire, right? There was a there was some kind of you know, right? Was this my my tripping? Uh, they, yeah, they were burning documents. It wasn't the building itself. The building's still there. Mm, okay, so that's what it was though. It was it was known that they were burning documents. Uh, yeah, I don't know the timeline of like when, when the U.S. government shut them down, like when they got caught, uh, did the documents burning start happening once they were hot on their trail? I, I don't know all that specific of like the cause and effect, but long story short, they've been shut down for two years. And, uh, and, and before we, um, before we move on, uh, we had a nice 4th of July shindig at the new crib. Uh, shout out to uh, Rob and his family. They mm-hmm. drove the hour <laughs> to go all the way from the south side to the north side. And Rob, if y'all hadn't shown up, I wouldn't even been mad because that was a an investment in gas time. <laughs> no, man, it's fun. And and part of me is like, like Rob was like, "Hey, man, y'all might want to go get tested." And I'm thinking to myself, "Hey, man, I got bills. I guess we just ain't gonna do VIP. I guess I'm." <laughs> They're going to be like, why Chingo using his own mic? Well, dude, I mean, Don doesn't. She tested. She's fine. So it's just like, you, who knows how this works, man? I don't know. Bro, like, I, for all we know, you got it from me. Or, 
who knows? Honestly, the sun could have done it. I was I was out literally all day Saturday, all day Sunday. Could have just been like a regular hay fever that somehow registered as some kind of COVID on this rapid test. Who knows, right? I was outside. Uh, f- for people that saw my Instagram story, I said, I'm cow tipping. If, if you know, you know, cow tipping, you know, in the pasture or whatever. And uh, my dad's shredding the grass. We're, we're throwing the barbed wire down. We're drilling the, you know, we have the auger. and We're doing the holes for the fence and all this shit. It's hot as hell. It was 105 degrees. Um, you know, there's big branches and, and, and plants everywhere. So I got a long sleeve shirt on to make sure I don't get, you know, stung or I don't get any, you know, anything on me. The sun's beating on me. It's hundred degrees. I'm wearing long sleeves, pants, boots and shit. And then, you know, the next day, even though we're just having a good time, you're still outside. And I was, I told Chingo, I was like, I felt like a total poon. Like my dad's just like on a 60 year old machine, just going and going and going. And I'm like, bro, you need a break. He goes, break, give me a six pack and, a, and some weenies on a pit out here. And I'm living the time of my life. And I'm like, all right, man. All right. I get it. That's just not me. That's that old man strong, bro. When you, yeah. you you work with your hands and you actively plowing the fields and the t- I don't even know the terminology. We go with that. But it, it's the it's the uh, it's the tribal. It's the innate. It's in our DNA to feel proud when you going through and pulling out weeds and or whatever you're doing. You take care of your homestead, your property, making sure the family's good. No, for sure. But, uh, but but yeah, it felt good to like actually host a little event, get together, party, especially for uh, Oh Glory, Beautiful America. You know, it is MAGA month. <laughs> Beautiful America. Yeah, we we just dropped the remix to the Come and Take It. The remix is up on all music platforms. Go stream it. Um, I guess I'm gonna go get tested. I guess, but this is how you know you're tired of traveling and touring when you're kind of like. Huh. Well, if I am positive, you know what I'm saying? Like, damn, the clubs are going to be mad. The fans might be mad. Like, hey, sorry, Irvine, you know, July 6th, which I got to leave tomorrow. Right. Gentlemen, Uh, Ontario Improv, July 7th. I'm off on the 8th. And then we do a Centro July 9th. And, you know, no offense to the folks that got tickets. But part of me is kind of like, man, I could just stay home. (laughs) Make sure water stays crystal uh figure out if i'm gonna be the one maintaining the yard or not um and then i remember like wait a minute we got two light bills two water bills two mortgages two of everything uh i probably got to get on that plane hit the road jack uh but speaking of the pool make sure you hit up my boy and then if anything he can just tell you what to do he'll just tell you what to do and if you want to do yourself you can take care of yourself if you All have right, the time yeah, probably do that i'm gonna hit him up for sure but speaking of uh so i had that at first on the list so the remix is out you know, the freedom uh, or the uh, come and take it everywhere. Go stream it. Um, how long did that take to put, to put together? The remix? Yeah. Oh, no, that was just a quick phone call. Oh, word? Yeah, that's that was real quick. Yeah, yeah, that was super quick. That's just basically text the engineer. Hey, man, I want this beat up under it. We're doing a remix. Tweak what you, whatever you got to tweak in the mix so that it all merges and meshes. Uh, all right, boom, send the cash app. Bam. Uh, hit the producer up and be like, hey, bro, what's your publishing info? Yada, yada. We got some new shit dropping. Bet. And then you uh, shout out to So South Music Distribution. You forward it to them. Hey, man, here's the artwork. Here's all the publishing info. It was easy this time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, last, the first original version was like paperwork, lawyers. You got the guitar player. You got the, you know what I mean? You got to make sure all the math is good. But, uh, you know, shout out to Steve-O. He killed the, um, the original version we, we released. But uh, that's why I told Mighty Soul. I was like, hey. Uh, and then she was looking at the music money that drops every month. <laughs> yeah. 
And she's like, oh, wait, there's a little dip right here. What happened this month? And it's like, I got to drop more shit. It's all content. That's all it is. It's content that people stream. And you got a whole bunch of old stuff. You got a nice catalog that people like to reminisce and remember and whatever. I was like, that's great. But you still got to keep the new content coming. So yeah. between, between trying to get this office in order, the new studio in order, and traveling and touring, and, of course, you know, uh, trying to be an adult and a human where you're doing social things. Like, oh, we got to run and get the get the charcuterie board and, you know, make sure the pool's ready. People will want to hop in the pool and what's up with the barbecue pit and yada, yada. I got to say, Jingo was running things yesterday, though. He made, he made sure the pool, it had a little bit of chlorine in there, but it was taken care of. The burgers were done really well. Everybody loved them and everybody's having a great time. Yeah, uh, the fire, you know, the first batch of briquettes, it just burned out a little bit faster, fast to my liking. <laughs> they're talking about it in the Discord. I don't know why it came up, but they're they're talking about pellet grills, and I I didn't <clears throat> I hadn't said anything. So maybe that'll be a housewarming gift here for the next gathering. We'll get you a, a Traeger or a Pit Boss if you want to save some some dough. Is Pit Boss a version of Traeger? Yeah, it's kind of it? like a. I guess I don't want to say great value version, but it's like you know, it's like the brand. It's kind of like it's kind of like you got a Yeti and an Arctic. It's kind of like okay, the Arctic yeah. version. Got it. Yeah, yeah, okay. it's still great. That's what we got. It fucking works phenomenal. But uh, awesome. next on the list, I did have you and I were kind of talking about it yesterday. So Schultze, Andrew Schultze, mm-hmm. you know, he's releasing a Netflix or a special. Who I assume was on Netflix. I'm not sure. And he he posted a video about buying it back. And and basically, I saw David Lucas do a video that said, it was titled, um, Andrew Schultz uh, buys back his special for freedom or or something to that effect, like gives it all up for freedom of speech, which was a great title for a YouTube video. And then I just saw the Flagrant 2 episode just went up literally right now. uh, And it's why Andrew Schultz bought, or why Schultz bought his special back. I think listeners of this podcast would probably, they would like to know if you have any insight on how that works and, 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 and if it's possible for anybody to just do that if they wanted to. Okay, well, keynote, um, his special, uh, you know, right, that yeah. it never got released, right? <clears throat> right. Not, okay, uh, so everybody listening, uh, apparently Andrew Schultz was, uh, had, a, had an hour of material that he was uh, touring as the infamous tour, and which was going to be produced and packaged and distributed on, I believe, Netflix. That's who, um, that's who had cut the check. So they could um, be the exclusive streamer of his content, of that, uh, that special. And apparently the way he explained it is the execs were like, bro, thanks for turning in the special, funny, we love it, but you're killing us, man. There's some <laughs> jokes on, brother, you know we just got out of this Dave Chappelle thing, and they're going to eat us alive on Twitter, and, you know, our employees are woke, whatever. Can you maybe edit this joke and maybe cut that joke, and we'd prefer if you kind of, like, maybe switch some things around on that joke? And... He, you know, Schultz was like, man, I'm stubborn. I couldn't do it. You know, he made a good point in the video Schultz posted. He said, I perform this type of material and this type of humor, these kinds of jokes in front of thousands of people all the time. The feedback is great. That's what they want. That's what they love. That's what they buying. That's what they paying for. He's like, I'm going to go ahead and gamble that people still want raw, uncut, uncensored, authentic comedy and they don't want some corporate frankenstein like people in a boardroom giving their opinion due to social pressures of twitter check marks and uh, and bots so i, I, I commend say- him for that um 
I mean, that's like a Houston type of move. That's some Texas shit, especially from the music business. Creative control was always a thing. Like when P. Diddy was trying to do a deal with me, that was one of my main questions. Hey, man, what about creative control? That's something that I'm used to having. That's something that I'd like to have. And um, uh, he was like, yeah, that we can share that, which basically means in the contract, it's going to say 51% uh, goes to Bad Boy, 49% creative control goes to Chingo and Big Chile. And so if there's ever a dispute, like say if he's like, that's not the art cover I envision, or hey, that's not the lead single I'd go with, or those aren't the producers or the skits or the track order, anything, you name it. I don't like those kinds of samples, whatever. Uh, lyrics even, hey, that's not a strong enough verse, rewrite it. We don't like that hook. And, and uh, if, if there's ever a dispute, it would go to him. Or it'd go, it would have gone to the to in this case the network, right? So uh, so yeah, man. Props to Schultz for putting his foot down, and I think it was a smart gamble because I feel like his fans are very engaged and they're along for the ride and they get it. And it's almost one of those like, yeah, stick it to the man, like power to the people. Real quick, guys, you know, we're all about optimizing over here. We like to have energy. We want you to have energy. We want you to be as focused as possible because we got a lot of work to do. Y'all know we dealing with a lot of stuff in this day and age. So Rob brought this product to my attention. It's called Magic Mind. I tasted it. It has matcha in it, adaptogens, a little bit of turmeric, ashwagandha. Man, it is a herbal supplement. Bro, I enjoyed it so much that I'm hooked on it, and I want everybody to check out Magic Mind. You could do more and stress less. What all stuff, man? It got like 12 active ingredients, bro. Yeah, the matcha, the adaptogens, the nootropics, the honey. I absolutely loved it. Before I even produced, uh, introduced it to you, I went ahead and tried it. Did like a little seven-day run like they recommend. Loved it. Told you to try it. You loved it. I got my wife to try it. She wakes up and says, please have my Magic Mind ready next to my coffee. Fantastic. Awesome. You can mm -hmm. take it alongside your coffee or replace your morning caffeine with it alone. Mental clarity, sustainable. It tastes really good. Mm -hmm. And it does what it says it's going to do. Yeah, like matcha already gives you a nice little buzz. But once you talk about nootropics or nootropics, bro, you get a little mind this is me personal experience right mm -hmm. this ain't no fda approved what i'm saying right here but it gives you a little mind buzz a nice little focus mind rush and i absolutely love it we're gonna hook you up we got a deal for you when you go to magicmind.co forward slash chingo that's right you get a deal all right they set it up to where the listeners could get a deal you put in chingo at checkout and that's gonna give you 20 percent off because we want you to try it get your first order save some money and see how focused you could get back to the show so I think I think it's good, man. I think it's great. I think people should have been doing this a long time ago. They should have they should have kept doing it from the uh, who originally did it. Was it was it Louis? Was it Louis that did like the five dollar special? You know, comedy wise. I know a couple of musicians had had done went back to like selling their albums on on their websites, which I think that's harder to do, right? Wouldn't you agree that like selling an album on your website with all these streaming platforms versus selling like a, a comedy special, it's probably a lot easier, but I think they should have just kept doing it. But you know, it's hard to say no, obviously to those fat checks that you get from a streamer. That's like, Hey, here's whatever, however much, and it's ours for however amount of time. And, uh, you know, go enjoy your life. But had they been building up their infrastructure, they wouldn't have had to rely on anybody to be like, nah, we don't like that. Cut that out. You know? So 
that's just my two cents. I think more people are going to have to do that. You and I were talking about building infrastructures on other platforms other than the big ones that have a monopoly on social media or have a monopoly on, on media. And uh, it's going to be a harsh realization when people get to a point where they're like, man, I had this huge empire. And then all of a sudden, boom, it's just gone. And they have nowhere else to go because they never spend any other time trying to build anything else out. Uh, do you mean like uh, like when they kicked off Jordan Peterson off of Twitter and then boom, right away he was with Daily Wire type of thing? Yeah, you got Jordan Peterson. I mean, AJ, obviously, Alex Jones. Um, there's other characters like Milo Yiannopoulos and stuff. You know, I don't necessarily want to use him as a perfect example, but there are plenty of people who had nowhere else to go. They didn't have a huge email list because they didn't collect emails. They didn't have another uh, video platform because they didn't use anybody else's servers. Or they didn't build their own private servers because it's too expensive and they didn't feel like they needed to do it right off the bat. Well, then when you realize you got to do it, it's a little too late. You're like, ah, shit, I got to start over? Like, where, where, how do I get in touch with the people that I just had on the other platform? You might be shit out of luck. Perfect timing to shout out our newest distribution partners, rockfin.com, R-O-K-F-I-N. Uh, find our page on there, subscribe, uh, get the premium content. Uh, when you sign up to our channel, you also get access to everybody else's channel, like Jimmy Dore. Uh, Sam Tripoli, Eddie Bravo. Eddie Bravo just had Bryson Gray. Oh, word. Yeah, on his uh, podcast called Look Into It. So, yeah, he's on the road, man. He had Chingo Bling. <laughs> That's cool, man. That's what's up. Um, so, Fourth of July, we already talked about over the weekend. We had a little celebration, MAGA month underway. Not so great in other parts of the country, as, as we found out yesterday afternoon, right? So, uh, have you heard any updates on Homeboy from, uh, was it Parkland or what was it? Highland, Highland Park. Yeah, a lot of uh, fake news, a lot of uh, rumor, a lot of like, he was a Trump supporter. Um, apparently this kid was a, is a, was a rapper of some sort. Um, I guess he had some kind of a following online, apparently. Yeah, Axios uh, reported that he had uh, more than 2 million plays on the Spotify which is quite a bit. I yeah. wonder how many, like, if he was any good. Well, you know, I don't want to. I don't even want to know that shit because he's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. And uh, and obviously sick in the head. Uh, I don't know what's up with these kids. I, I know he was on pills for sure. Hmm. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about that. How all these little shooters are all on pills. They're all like like on these prescription, quote unquote, medications. And. Uh, and I don't know if was he apparently like a freaking marksman sniper of some sort or um... I don't. So this is what we know so far as of this morning from uh, Axios. Uh, so context, his, his, Cremo. I thought they said Primo initially when they said his name, Robert Primo. No, it's Cremo. Is oh. uh, a local musician who goes by the name Awake the Rapper. His name was Awake the Rapper. I don't know if you knew that. In one video, he raps in a classroom dressed in a vest and helmet while touching the American flag. He has more than 2 million Spotify plays. NBC reported the videos uh, now removed from his YouTube channel featured depictions of a mass murder and Cremo cheering on a Donald Trump motorcade. And that is literally all that Axios has under the context of the story. Oh, of, cor of course, they, they left that part in there. Of course, they left that part in there. As they delete everything. So it's kind of like, Hey, supposedly video that he was like a little Trump supporter. He touched the flag and he was like at a Trump thing. And it's like, okay, you can't even go look for yourself. For one, we don't want to glorify. We don't want, you know, this kid to be getting all the stream money all of a sudden no. on his commissary books. But, um, but yeah, it's very convenient. Like there's always an agenda. 
politicians are always trying to figure out how they could spin it to their benefit so it can it can align with them. You know, I'm sure Bethel was watching the TV like, okay, how am I going to like add this to my speech where I'm like Highland Park is reason why we must take away the AR-15s now today. And I had mentioned to you uh, the gentleman. I don't I don't I mean, I should have wrote down his name. But uh, if you go to Second Baptist uh, Church in, on YouTube, they just had uh, this guest. Uh, I believe it was. Damn, what day was that? We I guess this past Sunday. Mm-hmm. I don't know the dates. But uh, this past Sunday, uh, we watched the guest speaker that they had. And um, I think it was like the 930 service, which we're all we never make it to. So we were watching on YouTube and he was just talking about like everything going on with these mass murders, these shootings and how he was he was breaking down statistics, saying like the amount of crime and chaos and the lack of law and order um, that the murder rate is actually should actually be a lot higher than what it is like it should be even more alarming only because scientific and like medical technology is saving so many people who are uh, you know attempt to murder now now it's an attempt to murder now it's like hey man you sent the guy to the hospital but he lived bro so it doesn't get filed <clears throat> it doesn't get filed under the the homicide rate the murder rate and uh it was very it was a wake-up call it was alarming uh he was like ex uh, ex-military and he he gives speeches and i think trump had him at the white house and he was just like an advocate for like hey man stop blaming the guns basically he and he gave some stats where he was saying he was like this is a uh, the military grade weapon of the time in the 19 whatever right mm-hmm. 1940 some shit he's like any citizen could have gone to their local whatever store paid he's i think he said they were like 20 bucks or something at the time obviously everything was cheap back then and uh well compared to today's 20 bucks inflation and um and he was saying he's like Nobody was nobody was doing mass shootings. They weren't all this crazy homicide rate. Like this is probably before welfare. This is probably before taking the dad out of the home. This is probably before the crack dropping off crack and shit to Freeway Ricky and all these other communities dropping it off while they fund their Iran Contra war. Um, you know, there's probably a lot of factors, but basically he was saying like, well, probably people weren't on Prozac and all this other stuff back right. then. Um, the culture, that's kind of what he was saying is like, that's back when we had God first. That's back when people like love their country. People were just not on this weirdo cuckoo shit. Yeah. And there was a, there was a picture that w- that's going around now. Uh, immediately somebody posted in the discord this morning. I don't remember who it was, but, uh, it's, it's a picture from his Instagram, which now has been deleted. Obviously, you know, it's, it's crazy. So is it a good idea to just remove their social medias immediately when something like this happens? Do you think? I could, yeah, that's a tough question, man. I really don't know. So you, you, you know, something like this happens, and people—if you remove all context that could have been found from their social media platforms—now you're just left with whatever Axios reports or what NBC shows you. Whereas if you've gone to their Instagram or their Facebook or YouTube or whatever else, obviously we're not—you don't want to glorify, it, but you could get other clues. Other people can make some some better uh, informed. I don't know, opinions or conclusions from it. So there's a fake picture going around. And it, it's actually, it's a picture of him because I've seen this one on the news. I don't know if you can see it. Oh, it's probably not because of the blur. Okay, well, yeah, so it's fake? 
so it's fake because the caption is, uh, yes, I'm a product of MK Ultra and I'm a liberal was the caption. And uh, I guess somebody posted it on their, on their Instagram stories because it said, I wonder if the news will cover this story. And if you Google it now or whatever, however you want to search it, there are stories about the MK Ultra uh, rumored picture debunked, right? Like there's a bunch of those going around. So was he a part of MK Ultra? Probably not. Is MK Ultra real? Of course it is. We know that. Does he have some kind of mental illness? More than likely. But we don't really know what to gather because all of his social media has been scrubbed from the internet. So I just kind of wanted to pose that because people yeah. are thinking that it's real, but it's not. Oh, no. that's a. I mean, it's a great point that you're making, which is like by scrubbing, like they want to scrub this person off the internet because you don't want to like influence other kids. You don't want to like make him a martyr. You, know, you don't want to have copycat kids that are like this guy's cool i'll look up to him he's getting so much love and attention so many likes yeah i'm gonna go do the same thing and outdo him um but marisol was mentioning how she drove past that uh the post in houston the downtown mm -hmm. where they rooftop have you ever been oh uh, the bar no no it's called the post it used to be the houston post but they turned it into like a restaurant like food uh like a food court oh, okay no oh okay well it's kind of cool but uh, apparently people were gathering, um, what was it? I don't know if it was a 4th of July related event, but basically they have like this garden rooftop, right? Where it's like pretty cool. Where yeah. They can do like free yoga. You know, it's like a little discovery green, but, but repurposed on top of a building. So you have like really cool scenery. People like take pictures. And uh, Marisol said she was driving by. And she saw, like, the amount of people up there, how they were just sitting ducks. And, like, she's like, me being up there with my kids, like, right now, she's like, she's like, I just don't want to be in a situation where you're getting trampled as a stampede. Like, there was a, ba a car backfired, you know, there, or, or you got a crazy sniper. You're just sitting ducks, you know? Like, nowadays, what's going to happen to these, like, Christmas parades and what's going to happen at these Fourth of July things? And, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's like you got to now think twice, like hey, you got your gun on you, you know, have you have you gone to Sanders tactical and you know how to deal with like active <laughs> shooter, active shooter type situations. Um, but, but yeah, like by removing and scrubbing these people's stuff, like you said, now you're not able to look and see for yourself like, oh, this guy was obviously disturbed and obviously people knew it. You know, he was just you could just tell he was, you know. He wasn't all there. Uh, instead, what we're getting is these fact checker, biased, left-leaning, liberal. Uh, they're going to spin it so that how can we use this? You know, they'll be like, the Highland Park shooting taught us that red flag laws are necessary. <coughs> Sorry, I bit my tongue. Are necessary. Because I got to get these muelas pulled out, bro. <laughs> what? Really? You're four I mean, years I old. You never got them taken out? I have three wisdom teeth left. One of them got taken out in Mexico, and the rest of the three, they were like, bro, they're impacted. They're coming in mm -hmm. sideways. So I forget what the reasoning was. Like, this is a bigger a bigger thing. Your recovery is going to be longer. Uh, I don't know what the whole runaround was, but they only removed one. Uh. And... Uh, Patreon.com forward slash red to tamales. Yeah, I have uh, I have one. I had three taken out. I got one in there still that eventually needs to get taken out too. Why'd they leave that one? Because it was uh, coming out fine, right? They said, uh, there's really no need to take it out. It's just, it's, it's fitting in there nicely. You don't have to worry about it. I was like, okay, because the other, two of the other three, I don't know how yours were. Mine were a nightmare. 
You know, it's supposed to be like a 24 to 48 hours. You know, it'd be a little swollen, have some ice cream, you know, put some ice on it, you'll be fine. No, no, no. It was a nightmare. They had to break it while it was inside, you know, so it sounded like a gunshot going off inside my skull. And uh, afterwards, I didn't even, like, I did everything I was supposed to, I remember. And it, I don't know if it's called, like, um, like when it dry something or other where, it, like, it, doesn't, it just doesn't stop bleeding. So I put, you know, gauze in there and it just would not stop bleeding literally for days. So I had a nightmare. I was like, I never want to. I'm just going to leave this one in there. I don't care. I don't care. And it healed up? The- it, it, yeah, yeah. Eventually it all healed up. But, man, it was terrible. The doctor or the dentist was like, hmm, this is very uncommon. I'm like, well, now I'm not going to do the other one. Wow, that's weird, bro. Puro pelo. Uh, Tinfoil Hat Pod, shout out Triple E and XG. They posted a video on their Instagram of one of uh, this this guy's videos. Did you see it by chance? So I don't know where he shot it. uh, Well, no pun intended, where he shot the video. But it's him in a classroom. We're actually, if you guys can notice, we're using Skype right now for the first time so that we don't have any kind of weird Zoom. Zoom's gotten real stingy with their, with their minutes, with their time. I feel like it's like 18 or like singular back in the day when you had to like pay for minutes and t- pay for text messages. Because after that 40 minute mark, you know, they, they start, they warn you 10 minutes before, like, all right, you've been on for half an hour, bitch. Start paying or you're going to get off. So we're doing, uh, we're doing this, what you call it, Skype. So I'm going to see, I'm going to see if I can share this screen with you real quick. And you tell me if you can see it, my way. Because this is all new. We usually don't use this one. Can you see it? Okay, yeah. Okay, cool. I'm going to see if I can play. You should be able to hear the audio, too. In class, smoking chill on the What is... Oh, okay. I'm trying to hear what he's saying. He really doesn't say much. Can you hear it? It's just instrumental. He reaches into his backpack. Yeah. Yeah, so then it just goes into like a heavy metal kind of thing, and he's just in his classroom, and he's like, yeah, it's just weird. I think the signs were there before this, if you know what I'm saying. I mean, bro, I mean, you know, we really have to start... The media don't want to do it, but like the t- the whole thing about like man, what pills? Um, what pills are they on? I think Jack Posobiec tweeted a link. I don't know if you want to pull up his Twitter, but he was saying like thirty seven of the last thirty seven, you know, thirty seven out of the last thirty seven mass shootings, like they've all been on this one specific drug, or they were on these kinds of pills prescribed, which have side effects. Uh, Posobiec, yeah. He's posting a lot about the uh, about the uh, shooter here that we're talking about here. Highland Park Police give an update. So I guess they just gave an update about 30 minutes ago. Highland Park shooting suspect was wearing women's clothing during the attack. <laughs> what? Uh, Highland Park Police give an update on the 4th July shooting. Uh, Cremo pre-planned this attack for several weeks. Yeah, this guy looks like total weirdo, man. Oh, uh, did you see the tweet about 37 out of the last 37? Uh, just so we can see what he cited. Yeah, I'm scrolling down here. Must not be recently because I'm not seeing it. Mm, really? I think it's like yesterday, maybe? Oh, this yeah, morning? Oh, oh, the, um, t- he's, he's been tweeting a lot this morning. 
Oh, uh, okay. Well, all right. Well, sorry about that. Anyway, 37 out of the last 37. Uh, something or other. Anmalitos, <laughs> <laughs> chisqueados, and and like I mentioned about the 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 guest at the church, like he pretty much debunked. He's like, he's like, you got all this crime, and um, and people been having access to military grade weapons, like the standard issue. You know, you he's like, there's no magical powerful gun that all of a sudden is causing all this. Oh, I which found that's it. Yeah, which is, that's the narrative. All right, what does it say? At least 37 school shootings and or school-related acts of violence have been committed by those taking or withdrawing from psychiatric drugs, resulting in 175 wounded and 82 killed. Uh, just a psychi- psychiatric drug. It doesn't say exactly which one. Uh, below is a list that includes documented blah, blah, blah. 27 international drug regulatory agencies, warning sites, side effects... So it lists all the different occurrences, and maybe in them it says which one. Oh, okay. Zoloft is one of the main ones. Who? Zoloft. Don't, uh, don't we see ads for that on TV? Like, ask your doctor about Zoloft. And I think, I think America is the only country where the big pharmaceutical companies are allowed to just market to you like that. Ask your doctor yeah. if Zoloft is right for you. And then they go through all the side effects. And it's like the biggest cliche to like, parody those commercials everybody's done it uh where you got people just like having a picnic around blue bonnets and meanwhile they're yeah. telling you make <laughs> diarrhea suicidal thoughts yeah bloody stools so we got prozac AD- adhd medication do you have any input on adhd or, or people that tell you like your kids need to, some kind of medication because they're too hyperactive no i don't know no uh because I hear that a lot. I hear a lot of people that say, you know, you might want to get, not our kids, but just kids in general. And if they get too hyperactive, have them checked out, you know, maybe put them on some medication to kind of like level them out, you know, like and make them be a little bit more chill in the classrooms. I'm like, well, that's probably not the best approach, if I'm being completely honest. Have they told y'all that? Not us, particularly, but friends that have kids that are already have kids that are on some kind of like ADHD or ADD medicine. I'm like, they're like in first, second grade. Um... So yeah, you know, you know, it's trippy, bro. Is that um, and uh, you know, when I was in high school, of course, you know, this is like mid mid nineties, late nineties. When I was in high school, that's when, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that's when it first started being talked about. Like, oh, ADD. For example, uh, like my friend, one of my best friends in high school. Um, well, he's a doctor now, but uh. In high school, he'd be like, "Yeah, I'm gonna do untimed testing. Like, I'm gonna take the test, and I can. Ju- everybody else leaves the class when because y'all have a time limit, and I'm gonna sit there and take as much time as I need to take this test. And I'm like, "What? He's like, Cause I have ADD. <laughs> he's like, 'Cause I have ADD. And I'm like, "What the fuck is ADD? And he and here's the thing: his mom was a school teacher. Hmm. Wonder if she was hip." To the mm. game like oh these other kids doing it oh my kid gonna do it too and found i don't know i don't want to just fucking make shit up and speculate why not it's fun but, do it <laughs> i mean but he was one of the first people and i don't know what year it was that it became the the all the rave that like everybody named mom all of a sudden is add and everybody named mom is all of a sudden taking like untimed testing and all that type of stuff so Maybe let us know in the comments of the, you know, the Discord, uh, Rockfin. Let us know in the comments. Wherever you're watching this, 
what year was it that you first started hearing about ADD and, and the Ritalin and all this stuff? There was this other kid, bro, who um, I don't know if he still works for Google, but I guess years ago, I don't know, like on Facebook or something, somebody had mentioned like, oh, yeah, you know, Dan, he works at Google now. Well, that kid, bro, that kid was like Lil Ben Shapiro. He was Jewish, too. And um, like super nerdy, like almost like Dr. Spock, like, yo, bro, like you're not. Are you human? Um, super nerdy. Like he would type like this and like be having a whole conversation with you. Like he'd be like, yeah, you know, da, 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 you know, da, 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 da. and he's just like. And he was on fucking Ritalin. He's like, yeah, it's like speed. Yeah, that's it's what like it's like. It's, it's been around now, since the forties. What Ritalin? Yeah, so it was first or uh, ADD medicine. So ADHD, ADD medicine was originally was made in nineteen forty four and marketed in nineteen fifty four as. Oh yeah, I guess it is Ritalin. Yeah, that was the original name. Um, originally, ADHD was called hyperkinetic reaction of childhood. If somebody told you your kid has hyperkinetic reaction of childhood, what would that make you think? Be, and this is the 1940s? I'd be like, dear God. The 70s. Is- this, this term was uh, coined in the 70s. Okay, so so we're getting warmer, right? Yeah. So in the 40s, Ritalin was created for whatever reason. In the 70s, they're calling it hyperactive, whatever. Now, here's my question. Uh, when did they start using the term ADD and ADHD and start putting kids on, um, there was another medicine too, besides Ritalin. Adderall? I forget. Yeah, uh, it might've been Adderall. So in the forties yeah. and fifties, it was used for chronic fatigue and depression. And then you fast forward to the seventies and it's used for kinetic, uh, rea- uh, hyperkinetic reaction of child. So ADHD was what that became. So if somebody told you your kids were hyperkinetic, what's kinetic energy? It's movement, right? So if somebody tells you your kid is a little too active, you know, he's, he doesn't like to sit still and kind of just pay attention, wouldn't you just say, well, maybe what they're doing is boring or they're better than, you know, they're, they're already more advanced than whatever you're trying to teach them. Like, let's try to figure out how else to better educate and, you know, evolve their brains or their abilities rather than just dose them with some kind of medication. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I'm more of a... Um I'm more of the type to be like, okay, they got a ton of energy. Like like Penny, <sighs> my little four-year-old, bro, Jesus Christ. Like, <laughs> I mean, it's hard to get her tired. It's hard to wear her out. She was in that pool all day yesterday in the sun. Yeah. And else. And she's just like, I want a nighttime gummy because, you know, um, she's still like, bro, give me your phone. I want to see the fireworks. Like she's trying to film fireworks. Christ. For and yeah. it's like, man, just wind down. Like, I, I, was, <laughs> I was tired just from being oh, out there cooking and uh, Dude, I, when, I, when I got home, I went immediately to the couch. I was like, you guys do whatever you want. Have fun. Go play in your rooms. Do whatever. Play Xbox. I'm just going to chill. And uh, yeah, we just hung out, man. It was a, you know, we sound like a bunch of poonannies, man, but it was hot. Like just making sure the kids are all right constantly, like making sure everybody's cool in the water, making sure everybody, I got to pee, all right, get in, get out, restrooms over there, get back in. Like, all right, everybody's cool. But anyway, I digress. Yeah. Out his balls, boy. Yeah, man. Um, did we talk about probably not Ghislaine Maxwell getting sentenced last week? Uh, pro- if we did, we could talk about it again because they only gave her twenty years. They gave her twenty years, and they gave later that day or the next day they gave R. Kelly thirty. 
Come yeah. on, man. I mean, you know, that's how it is, bro. Like, for one, Ghislaine Maxwell got a lot of powerful friends. You know, she cool with the Clintons and everybody else that was flying around picking up picking up the pizza, whatever they want to call it, right? Yeah. Uh, everybody that went to Jeffrey Epstein's island, uh, she attended many high high profile weddings and they kicked it at the Queen's fucking cabin and you you name it. Uh Biden's brother, James Biden, he has a uh I guess owns a part or some land on an island that's nearby conveniently. But uh but yeah, bro, like let's see if she don't get suicided too. Yeah, if she does, it's going to be really hard to... Well, maybe not. At this point, people will probably just believe whatever they, they're told, right? If they're like, oh, looks like uh, her camera's also stopped working and she hung herself by toilet paper as well. Oopsie. Yeah. Oopsie daisy. They actually, yeah. I wanted to go back to the July 4th events because there was another uh, incident in Philadelphia and there's video of the Philadelphia mayor that I just wanted to show you. Make sure I pull this up correctly. We've heard people say wherever we're from. I don't go to the city anymore. I, I, I well, you know, I, it was a I mean, chill, I hear it. I mean, it was a laid back, uh, chill day. Well, Weather was beautiful. Concert was beautiful. Do you have your mic? I mean, you have to have your microphone on, huh? Yeah. You can't hear it at all? I hear you talking. I don't hear the screen. Mmm. Womp womp. Yeah. Never mind then. We'll have to work out uh, the kinks. Give, Do what? Give us the uh, the info. Well, he basically said he's uh, he'll be happy when he's not mayor anymore. He said, I, I can't enjoy my life. I can't enjoy anything around the city anymore. I can't enjoy anything anywhere. It's too dangerous. I don't like Fourth of July parades. I don't like any kind of holiday parades. Like, I just, I don't feel safe. I don't want to be the mayor anymore. Is he about to quit? He's going to write out his term for as far as the article read. I mean, look, man. These big blue cities, like the one I live in, these big blue cities, um, you got this crazy conspiracy theory called defund the police, be soft on criminals, and everything's going to work out. Like, let the criminals out early, give them their bail reform, their bond reform, uh, just be woke and Marxist. The cops are the bad guys, all of them. That's kind of what they want to make people think. Like, defund all of them. They're all bad because of Chauvin and, uh, and Floyd. And basically, you know, it sucks. That is the worst aspect of these big blue cities is you got to see all the prostitution and the drugs and the crime and the filth and the mental health and the homeless and the fentanyl heads. And uh, Philly, they have this one area. Uh, it, it looks like a fucking zombie apocalypse of just... This whole street of just filth, and they're all like nodding off and shit. And they're all like walking around like zombies. It looks like San Francisco mixed with Skid Row, mixed with uh, Houston by the Greyhound bus station. Somebody in the Discord was like, I've seen a meth head take 30, 30 bullets and still walk. I'm like, Jesus. That kind of brings me to the, uh, what was his name? Jalen? Jalen, uh, Jalen Walker, the gentleman they got shot by all the cops in Ohio. Um, so they found, you know, they found a weapon on his front seat. They found a gun and two magazines, I believe. And they found a gold wedding band, right? So this was going on in the Discord as well as Twitter earlier this morning. They 
apparently, and I didn't look into it because I just saw it before we started recording, his fiance and or girlfriend or something to that effect was killed by a drunk driver not too long ago. So the 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 theory is that this was just like a suicide by cop thing, which people had been saying, like, you don't run from the police, put a ski mask on. Apparently he had shot one bullet from inside the car while he was being chased by the cops. And you can see it on one of the one of the cameras from like a bridge camera or something. And then when you come to a stop, the car keeps rolling, you jump out the passenger seat, you pretend to turn around and reach for your waistband, and then what's gonna happen? They're gonna unload on you. So that's kind of the theory going around. I'm not sure. It's uh, it's a sad turn of events if that's the case, but still, I mean, shit, man. I mean, it's unfortunate that you're having, like, it's unfortunate that you're going about things that way. Yeah. Where not only are you putting the cops in a situation where they're having to make tough decisions, you know, they fear for their lives as well. And now you might have sparked a whole nother uh, uh chain of events right hold on the chain of events of all of a sudden the democrats are salivating because they can't wait to turn this into race 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 so they can continue their cultural marxist revolution and destroy and transform the entire country and everything that we know about it um you know just the rhetoric is going to get amplified um you're bamboozling black folks you're you're the media is going to scare black folk into thinking that they're being hunted. LeBron James is going to amplify that message. China and Beijing, they can't wait to point at America's problems and worry about y'all's own problems before y'all start snooping around our human rights and are we harvesting organs or not. Fix your police first, bro. Fix your, like, like Penny says, bro. Like, fix your racism first bro look at the way y'all treat y'all's black people bro don't snoop around what we doing over here in the, uh, with the ccp <laughs> yesterday when, when the kids they kept spraying like outside the pool inside like uh where the furniture and stuff was and uh don was like i'm not gonna warn you again all right don't spray this way spray out towards the grass or keep it in the pool and i was like if you have, if you have to be told again i'm gonna delete minecraft right and penny turned around she's like are you crazy <laughs> Are you crazy? Bro? Are you crazy, bro? What's wrong with you, bro? Are you crazy, bro? Did my cell tell you that when uh, when Brooklyn was like, you want a you want a snack? She had that little fanny pack that Saul gave her last week. She's been wearing it everywhere around the house. So before we left, she put a bunch of fruit snacks in there, little fruit snack packs. So they're upstairs playing in Penny's room. They love they're playing Barbies and stuff. And Brooklyn's like, you want a you want a snack? She's like, yeah, sure. So they, she gives her a pack, and then Penny starts pretending like she's pooping out the fruit snacks and then eating it. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to keep an eye on her. Oh my gosh, she's silly, dog. I was, I was like, she'll, I was, she'll be like, <laughs> I was like, Penny, ew. She goes, no, mira, and she's like, poops. She's like, mmm, yum. Yeah, that's my kid, y'all. That's funny. Face paint in y'all's house, and they're eating paint chips. Um. Back to a, a, back to the dark subjects. We got to break it up here with funny stuff. Um, Juan Big Stoner posted this statistic in the Discord: Chicago shootings uh, over the weekend, over the July Fourth weekend, fifty-five shot, seven killed on Fourth of July weekend, uh, from Friday evening to Monday morning, and not a peep from the Democrats, mostly back black culprits and victims. Mass shooting Monday afternoon. Uh, which was 4th of July, that kills six and wounds 30, Biden holds a news conference. White culprit, mostly white victims. And that's where we are in America. Yeah, I mean, it, 
of course, you, you can argue like, well, it's apples and oranges. And But here's the thing, though. When you look at the raw numbers and the raw facts, I mean, it is those are two different types of um, of situations, obviously. Mm-hmm. But when you like when you quantify it as, bro, more people died with with these incidents that y'all don't address ever, right? Because you want to look at it like, well, you know, like if it is black culprits doing it, it's like, well, let's look at the root causes and, you know, what made them do that? You know, poverty and uh, uh, redlining and, uh, you know, white people, slavery, white people have white privilege. They've had all this advantage. And that's why pobrecitos, you know, they're having to do that. And it's like, maybe, maybe they're young and impressionable and the culture, like, you know, I don't want to blame it all on Lil Durk and Chief Keith and (laughs) Chicago rap music. You know, because I'm a fan of, of Chicago rap music, but it's like, it's like you got to hold people accountable for that as well. You know what I'm saying? You can't yeah. always just spin and be like, well, you know, um, they've been marginalized, and you know, when you are in this this type of community, these are the long-lasting effects of slavery, and you know, you do have white privilege, and and you know, white kids don't have to deal with some of the stuff these kids. It's like, no, it was that was the ops. They had some little beef. They were trying to prove themselves to, to whatever big homie they have. They're trying to earn their stripes. They're, they're teenagers. They're bored. There's nihilism. We need to address the nihilism in Chicago. Like, there's no value for human life. It's like the grandmas need to drag these kids to church. Um, we met some of the neighbors, finally. And... You know, this you know this little girl. She she rode her scooter past the house, and we're like, oh my god, there's there's kids. Penny, look, look, kids. And Penny goes, and they start becoming friends. And come to my room, let me show you my house. And it's like, oh, hold on, let's talk to her. Is that your grandma? You know, uh, hello, hey. And um, eventually, long story short, we end up meeting the parents. Marisol's showing them like, oh, look at our look at the kitchen, and look at the oh my god, who's who did you paint and this and that, and we need the number to this guy, and. Uh, Shout out to Constructive Event, Bobby Flores. Tell him Chingo sent you. Anyway, you know. uh, So anyway, so here's the funny part. You know, the parents are all chit-chatting. The kids are all playing. And there's, you know, fireworks are going off in the the distance. And and I'm, I'm, you know, the grandma, she's like, you know, it takes a village. You know, we got to all get to know each other. I said, yes, ma'am. It takes a community. She's like, yup. And I was like, yup, just how it was back in the day. She's like, oh, yeah, especially with everything going on now, how it is these days. I said, oh, yes, ma'am. Don't get me started. You know what I mean? (laughs) Because. Oh, did you freeze? Uh, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. Check. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm not sure if it caught everything, but. Basically, me and the grandma clicked uh, because we're on the same thing, which is, you know, we explained it to Mickey. Our, our She's about to turn 14. We explained to her, like, hey, back in the day, like, your neighbor, the La Senora, like, had permission to whoop you, pretty much. Like, your friend's parents could snitch and tell your parents because as a father, if you see one of the neighbor kids, like, if you're like, oh, look at little... Look at little Israel over there, whatever, little Ricky or little Jim Jim, whoever, over there acting a fool. Hey, little Jim Jim, when your mom gets home, I'm going to let her know because you know better type of thing. Yeah. And that's the America I remember where it was local. 
It was get involved. It was the dads. It was the parents. It was look out for one another. It was community. It was neighbors. It was kids playing outside. It wasn't you're getting uh, indoctrinated at a school. They confusing you uh, with gender ideology. You coming home. You're on social media. You're all everyone's staring at a screen. Uh, you know, forget all that. We got, yeah, we got to be in this mix. Uh, is that the only neighbor you've met? Uh, no, I met the next door neighbor because uh, we take out each other's trash. That's the tradition that mm. the lady who lived there before, she had mentioned it. Like, oh, by the way, like trash comes on these days. And me and the next door neighbor, we do a thing where like whoever gets to it first, like, well, if I'm going to take out your trash, I don't mind taking out yours. And if you're and if you get home before me and you put yours up, you know, he puts ours up, whoever gets to it first. So it's a nice, small gesture um, and to honor the the pack that they had prior to us moving in. And then the other neighbor to the right, um, I went over there. Well, I saw the kid in the car, right? And I was just like, hey, bro, we got some people coming over for 4th of July. You know what I'm talking about? Big, bad MAGA month. Yeah. <laughs> you know, big, big MAGA over here, ultra MAGA. And I said, I don't know if everybody's showing up, but is it cool you know, if some people happen to just park in front of y'all's house and he's like, dude, my mom's chill, yada, yada. He gave me the whole rundown. You know, my sister stays there. My mom stays there, blah, blah, blah. And uh, and yeah, of course, you also want to know, like, it ain't been no break ins, no shit like that. How long y'all been here? You know, because the neighborhood's gentrifying. Like a lot of the people are like, yeah, when we first moved here, it wasn't this nice. Um, yeah, man, we're cool, man. I love your stereotypical white person accent. I don't, I don't know if he was white. He was just like, um, like you know, bro. Yeah, my mom's chill, bro. You know. <laughs> have you have you seen Juan Big Stoner post this um, this this uh, what do they call? Hold on, Thug Notes. So it's thug like note. yeah, so Brave New World Thug Notes summary and analysis. So it's this video of uh, of Brave New World. I don't know if we, I think we must have talked about it recently or something, but he said yeah, the reason did. I, we didn't, we? okay, so the reason he brought it up was because he feels like we're in a mashed up Brave New World 1984 and Fahrenheit uh, 451, which I don't remember at all. Fahrenheit, did you, are you familiar with that? You know what, man? I think my memory is very vague because they also, I think they also made a movie the way they did of 1984. They did one of Fahrenheit. And I believe Fahrenheit was about book burning. And memory hole, like erasing, erasing stuff, which we see a lot of that on Twitter. And like you just mentioned, like, yo, they just wiped this kid's right. whole existence off the Internet. Yeah. So uh, Fahrenheit uh, 451 is a dystopian novel often regarded as one of the uh, so author Ray Bradbury's best works. The novel presents a future American society where books are outlawed and firemen, quote, firemen, burn any and... Uh, yeah, Bernie that are found. Man, I don't remember this at all. Like, I, I remember the book, but I, I guess I never even picked it up, to say the truth. So, do you remember Fahrenheit 451? I remember the book. I just don't remember reading it. Oh, you're asking somebody? Yeah, when Soul just walked in, oh. I was asking she. Hold on, what? Did you say Oh, no, no, no. No, 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 it's okay. Uh, I asked you a question. <laughs> she was just mouthing the word sorry. Oh. Why are you mouthing words? But, um,. But yeah, that's all I remember. But uh, so apparently, the Thug Notes is like a Cliff Notes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By somebody who looks like Tyrone, that guy on Instagram. It's like my name is Tyrone. I'm gonna fuck your wife, and he slaps a cigarette out of your hand. Oh, so he does. He does the Thug Notes. No, someone like he looks like him. Yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, so I'm going to send that to you directly because that's right up your alley, you know? Yeah, and you know what, man? Juan Big Stone, that's fine, but Juan Big Stone or, um, what was I going to say? First of all, have we announced the agent of the month? Good point. So that, yeah, that leads us into that, right? As we wrap up this first Wednesday episode, we have to knock these out because Jingo's got to go out of town. But, um, so the only person to hit the 15 electoral votes was Scribe. So he has been crowned the MAGA month agent of the month. Okay, bet. So they they shafted, uh, they pulled a Bernie on uh, on Juan Big Stoner once again. Yet again. And Sparky was up there for a little bit. I don't know what happened. Like, I was looking at the polls, and he had a double-digit, you know, uh, little pull on Juan Big Stoner and everybody. And then all of a sudden, everybody just started voting for Scribe. So I don't know if he, if he rigged it or what he did. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um, but here's the thing, though. We got a lot of great members on there. Shout out to all the members of the Thea, all the agents. Stand back, stand by. Um, and there's six more months left in the year. So we've already had some great agents of the month and uh, more to come. And now it's almost like a running joke. Like, yo, why y'all doing Juan Big Stoner like that, bro? Yeah, I know, right? It's like we have to, next, time, next month we have to give it to him. Like, all right, you can either vote for this trash can, a red Solo cup, or Juan Big Stoner. Yeah, and watch Solo Cup win. Well, I know, right? It's it was a clue. He was drinking out of one during the podcast. He he voted for all of them by himself. E. All right, so let's end, let's end this episode with a question. There's a ton of great questions we're going to get to in uh, in Thursday Friday episodes. But um, let's see, Stevie Capone, do you think the Highland Park parade shooting was done by design to push the gun control agenda further, leading up to the elections? I think we could go down this rabbit hole until we're, you know, we're literally 100 years old and, and think and, and piece together enough different things that would make that make sense. Um, but what do you think? I mean, both things could be true. Like, meaning this kid could have acted on his own stupidity, his own malice, his own evil. And we don't know what possessed him to do that stupid ass shit. But... So in other words, it doesn't necessarily require like the feds, you know, putting a battery in his back and be like, all right, Mr. MK Ultra, like you ready? Yeah, man. All right. Well, we'll do most of the shooting. But at the end, they're going to come tackle you. Cool. You want to be the patsy, <laughs> the fall guy. Um, so even if he act, even if he just did it all on his own, it still is going to be used for that agenda. And, you know, Trompitas was right about damn near everything. His prediction of like, they're going to grab your guns. They're coming for your guns. You know, they're fighting over your First Amendment. Uh, the radical left. And unfortunately, he's been right. He's like, your borders will be overrun. You know, you will have jihadist. Uh, gas is going to be six, seven, whatever he said. I don't remember what dollar amount he gave, but you'll be paying seven dollars for gasoline. You know, the way he gets on the podium, he, like, leans a little bit. Yeah, it's like, why is he so extra? Uh, yeah, but but unfortunately, he's right. Like, this event and other ev events like it are going to be used by people with the rhetoric that the Constitution is trash. Nobody needs these uh, uh, weapons of mass destruction. These are, these are weapons of war. You know, Everybody on the left, these politicians on the left, from Beth O'Rourke to Gavin Newsom to AOC to you name it, they all have private security. They all believe in walls because walls work. And um, and they're all going to try to disarm you. And if you've been listening to, uh, what's the name of that damn book? Uh, uh, the Politically Uncorrect Guide, Guide to, to Communism. 
Yeah, it's always it's always been a pivotal point in history when the citizenry gets uh, unarmed, disarmed. It's always been a pivotal point. Like it always leads to very bad things. Yeah, no, that's very well said. <clears throat> Do you need to pee or anything? Uh, I might get a little snack, or I might ask my wife a question. Why? No, it's cool. No, we'll wrap up this first episode, and uh, we'll keep it rolling whenever you want to come back. So you're going to keep it rolling? No, no, no. I'll, we'll, we'll stop here, and then you just let me know. We'll, we'll hop back on. Okay, for sure. So where can everybody catch you? Yeah, send us out. Send us out. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been RPT. I'm headed to the West Coast. Come through Irvine Improv, July 6th. Um, when does this drop? Tomorrow. Okay, Irvine Improv, Tonight. July 6th. Huh? Tonight, right? You'll be in California. This drops on the 6th. Oh, it drops on the 6th? Yeah. What's today? Today's the 5th. Bro, I got a show tomorrow, bro. Irvine Improv, July 6th. Ontario Improv, July 7th. I will be traveling. I will be on a plane with my Harambe pox. I got the Chango pox all on my arm. It's spread to my side. I haven't been able to. I haven't been able to go to jujitsu. I don't want to be the uh, puss puss in the blisters on the mats guy. I don't want to be that guy. Uh, July 9th, El Centro, California, legalized freedom tour coming in hot. Only six months left. Only a handful of cities left. Uh, next year, touring will look a lot different. Mark my words. Um, me and my wife, we have a running joke, if you will, where we basically say, what tour? There is no tour. Like, if you ask me about ticket count and is VIP sold out and th- what tour? There is no tour because we're already mentally preparing ourselves for the climate lockdowns. We're preparing ourselves mentally for whatever other fucking curveball variant harambe fucking bill gates bullshit they're trying to throw at us so thank you guys thank you for tuning in and please spread the word we're coming in hot legalized freedom tour <laughs> see ya